What is up, my fellow entrepreneurs on the rise? Very excited today. Uh, today, we actually have a guest, Andres Roaro. And um, basically, I started off the podcast asking him, you know, what he does. And um, let's, let's not wait anymore. Let's dive right into it. Professionally, I do uh, something called copywriting. And uh, for internet, mark well, for marketing in general, it's really important because it's all about having the message. Um, you know, to sell something in advertising, you need three things. Uh, a great offer, uh, an offer some people like, presenting that offer to the right people. Like if uh, you tell me everything about how to knit the perfect sweater, and it's to me, it's not the right traffic, it's not the right person, and you can sell the right offer to the wrong people. But then you always need like a, a little salesman to help uh, People move from, yeah, I, I'm not really sure if I want that, and to make them do it and re, have them really excited about this. Uh, I normally define myself as a, as a professional manipulator, so that's <laughs> that's what I do. But I try to do it for, only for ethical products that I, are actually helping someone. Nice, nice. And for uh, the audience that might not know, copywriting is basically like another form of persuasion you you yeah. write sales letters you write emails whatever it is and andres actually has his own copywriting business yeah exactly that's that's what i do i, I normally do it for clients uh, and and for all of the audience like learning persuasion or, and learning uh like uh, behavioral psychology it's uh one of the best things that you can do like you don't have to be a copywriter but normally the best paid skills require you to have these two things, persuasion and behavioral psychology behind it. So for example, sales, and that's a really great skill to have. And when you have that, like, you will always be able to have money. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. So persuasion is definitely one of the skills you want to start developing. Yeah. So um, revolving like your business, what, what's your routine look like? Like, what do you work on? Well, um, it depends. Uh, normally what I do, uh, this is something that I started doing this, this year is like defining three tasks mm -hmm. that are a must. Um, and normally I, I like to have that, those tasks to be ha habitual. So, so for the next, for example, I normally I try to do it in sports of, uh, eight weeks. So for the next eight weeks, every day I'm going to do these three tasks. And, uh, that if I, and I normally have a to-do list that's way longer than three tasks. Yeah. But, but for me, a win in the day is if, if is I easy is if I follow those three tasks. And if I only do those three and I don't do the rest, because that happens, guys. Like, and and for example, uh, normally we try we are very hard on ourselves. It's like, oh, I didn't have the perfect hustling day, and I'm not <laughs> like Grant Cardone, and uh, uh, like those people would shame me or whatever. And it's like, nah, if you made progress, like even in the right way, it's like better to go to the gym and just do one set than do nothing. Right. So absolutely. And I've been thinking about it too, because lately I've had like five different things going on. So I'm just like those, the five different things, like one day I wouldn't do any of those. And then the next day I would do one and I was like, man, what's better one or nothing. So I was yeah. like, I'll focus on that one. Like you said, yeah, exactly. And I'm going to tell you a great secret. Like, uh, 
well, like it was for me. And uh, some some people, I think they're very driven, naturally driven. Mm-hmm. And and to be honest, that's not me. And it, sometimes it made me feel like shit because I I, I was like I, I I'm supposed to be like these guys and, and I'm not. So so one of those tasks for me has has actually been doing some some type of mindset work. It, it's not always the same. For example, right now I'm doing some weird thing. Uh, it's it's a very weird type of meditation where I just stand there and and do nothing and but do nothing not like I'll focus on your breath like no 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 I, I'm just trying to to get a feeling of what type of internal chatter comes in, comes out and and not normally tr- if it's negative that's the really <laughs> the one I really want to focus on mm-hmm. uh, and it's hard man because it's like uh, it's for one hour just being there doing nothing it's like oh, I want to stand and do something and but it's because we are not used to be with ourselves but yeah this is something weird that I'm doing but if you do like 10 minutes of meditation 10 minutes of visualization uh, whatever like if you follow Tony Robbins uh, or you if you read the book like cybernetic just implement something for your mind every day and and yeah that's that's the the best investment you can make like uh, for example another thing that I've been doing these years is, is I started to go to therapy mm-hmm. and that that change has changed a lot of things for me this year like this has been my biggest year uh, also as a copywriter now I'm not only getting clients, I'm also getting partnership, like where people are like, oh, like uh, you're going to give you 10% of the revenue that we make through your copy. And yeah, it's like having pieces of business, like as an investor, but without actually putting money, just skills. So exactly. And the good thing about that is you can scale it up to having multiple partnerships with 10% each. Yeah. Yeah. I can have 10 businesses and have one complete one without actually putting money. And, and it's great. It's it also has like uh, it hasn't happened to me, but my mentor told me like normally you will get screwed at least one time, so oh. you need to. Yeah, <laughs> that's the nature of business. But you're like on the lookout for that, like oh, yeah, like <laughs> uh, you need to. Like I have been screwed in other ways, like for example, people not delivering payments. Uh, that's why I know I only do upfronts now. But but yeah, like these things happen in business, and you just have to to be ready. Uh, sometimes you have projects that you really believe they're going to be very, very good. And in the end they suck. And, and many times like it is also like not only other people's fault, it's also one part of your fault. And, but you also have to learn to forgive yourself because sometimes it's not that you suck. It's that you weren't ready for that opportunity just yet. So, yeah, most definitely. And how did you get started in your business? Like, what inspired you to get started into copywriting? Uh, sucking in life. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I what happened to me was that I, when I was in college, um, I didn't want to go to college. Uh, but as an eighteen year old, I was not like as decided uh, to just like be like "fuck you, world." I'm not gonna listen to you and. And I was like, I, I'm thinking of not going to college. And my parents told me like, well, you cannot go to college if you want. But if you don't, you're going to have to work. <laughs> mm. And uh, if you want to work, like uh, we're going to give you like some months. So you move out. And I was like, that's what's scary. Mm. And and looking back, like it would have been the right decision, but I didn't make it. And uh, yeah, I just a- went to college, studied something that I didn't like. Uh it was driven a lot from my ego. Uh, I wanted to study like something that was like very hard. So I studied physics. Um, 
I liked it, but I was not like so passionate because it was so hard. Like uh, I didn't make it. Uh, then I moved to mechanical engineering, and uh, that I just did because yeah, like engineers normally make a good money. Uh, I kind of know a little bit because I have been studied physics. But then I, I did an internship, and I hated that internship so bad that I decided that I didn't want to like do it. So one semester away from graduating. Uh, I dropped out mm-hmm. and uh, as you can imagine like a lot of people told me like I was crazy but yeah like, <laughs> and you're right they, there what's wrong with you yeah, yeah. but but I, I just knew like I didn't want to do that and I also have um, some some opportunities that I, right out of graduation uh, I could get a job get, getting paid like five thousand dollars per month five thousand dollars be like I live in Mexico if you make five thousand dollars in Mexico that's like making 10k in in the US mm. uh, so it was a lot of money like especially when you're a student like when you're a student you're used to having hundred dollars per month yeah like, absolutely man <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah I was like no like if I do that like I'm never gonna I'm gonna have like this like this, I like uh, I don't know if you're familiar with born the boats Yes, they taught yeah, that. Gonna, yeah, so I'm gonna be like the Vikings that go to war and they have the boats to go back. Like, no, I have to burn them, so I only can go forward now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I, I just wanted to burn the boats. Uh, yeah, I just did that, and I thought like because I was so smart and great, like I'm gonna just start a business and rock it. And that wasn't the case. Uh, I I lacked a lot of things, and and I went from business to business for I think like approximately three years uh, where I made some money but it wasn't like it was just I was struggling hard man it wasn't like consistent yeah it wasn't consistent uh, I was making uh, sometimes close to minimum salary and yeah like it, it was hard like and eventually I came to the realization that uh, I lacked a lot of things like uh, my mindset wasn't right like a lot of things weren't right but one of them is that I have no business skills so because I was interested in internet marketing uh, I thought like well I'm just gonna get really good at something I had given a try to become good at traffic but I hated it because uh, it's like you sitting at a computer looking at numbers uh, so that's some for some people that's the right decision for me it wasn't and I was good at sales, like not perfect at sales, like not extremely good at sales. Uh, but, but yeah, like yeah, persuasion and all these type of things. And yeah, copywriting is just similar. And, and the thing that made me push me, it's like a, a really good copywriter post posted something like I'm opening a mentorship and with extremely good copy that was extremely appealing to me. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like, uh, I just joined. <laughs> I bet man, if, if that hook is like strong enough, it'll make you like, make yeah. it dance crazy that's yeah crazy. and that's that's how i started in it and and my logic was like uh and it's still to this day i don't know if i want to still do copywriting for the rest of my life but mm. uh what i do know is that eventually if i decide to start something um i have that skill that's gonna help me and that's something that i can tell everybody listening is like uh focus on if you're like not completely decide on your business idea or if you're struggling, just focus on developing skills. Uh, for example, one thing that I could tell almost everybody is like, 
if you want to start a new business and you have no idea and, and your skills suck, like if you actually realize your skills suck, why don't you join a sales job and you get paid to learn sales? So Exactly. And yeah, there's like when I talk with my girlfriend, that's like what I kind of tell her too. I'm just like, I was like, we're, we're at the point where we're young. So we should start like, like, yeah, we could have a job, but we should start like investing, like in learning our own skill sets. Because I yeah. also, I worked in a social media company where I have like everyone in that department. I was like the social media manager and everyone else in that department had their own skill set. It was like two top tier editors in Arizona that won awards. And then it was, um, I think it was like a, an acting profession. And I was just like, as soon as like everyone, you know, the business kind of went down because it was relying on Facebook. But as soon as everyone was let go, they had like secured positions in any other industry. Yeah. 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 And even like as a copywriter, I have started to get like, uh, some, some people like try to get me into their business, like, uh, as a, a copywriter. Uh, and, and I'm now I'm not that like against like, Oh, you need to be an entrepreneur. Like, no, like you need to, to be, you need to, have your life on, on good terms and some, some companies can offer you that, but you have to be valuable. Like, uh, for example, the CEO of Walmart, he didn't found a company. He got hired to be the CEO of Walmart. Like yeah. Sam Walton died many years ago and, and the, the sons and all that, they didn't want to run the company. So they just hire something, someone. Yeah. So how can you become so valuable that someone will give you that position and you will not say to the CEO of Walmart, like, Oh, you're not an entrepreneur. You suck. Like, Nah, man, like he's a millionaire. He's probably richer than most entrepreneurs. So absolutely. They pretty much found the who and then he decides yeah. on what next. Yeah, exactly. Were there, uh, were there any challenges you like faced before starting your business or while starting it? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, one, one of many of them were the ones I just told you, like, uh, <laughs> sucking, like in business sucking in life. Yeah. And then kind of like the negativity from others. Yeah, not well, no, really like I I it's funny because as a copywriter I know there are a lot of desires people have and one of those desires is the desire of proving others they're wrong and you're right. Mm. Uh but many times it's I think it, there's it's extremely exaggerated how just to make the story like richer like like for example my parents they weren't like oh like Hurrah, like you're going to drop out of college, but they were not like every day, like you suck. You should go back. Like nah. they eventually accepted my, some of my friends, like they also were like, but you have to be completely honest and say like many times they say, because they're concerned, like, yeah, like I don't, we don't think it's the smart decision, but, but that's because what, that's what they know. Uh, but they're not against me. Like, um, normally they're the things that, people will do that are going to hurt you are normally not the ones that you think. Like for example, if your friends hang out together to smoke weed every day and they are like, Oh man, you're the entrepreneur and, and they make you feel good about that. And mm -hmm. just because that you, you hang out more with them and they're getting away your focus and all that. And, and I have friends that smoke weed and, and all that stuff and, and drink and all that. But, but if you hang out with them every day, uh, you're not moving forward and but yeah, I didn't have a lot of people like uh, and I think a lot of people exaggerate that a lot like uh, 
oh, everybody told me I couldn't do it. Like, dude, mm. I have better things to do than like, and that's most, most people, like most people are worried about their problems. They have better things to do than be telling that you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. You're not. Yeah. They don't do that. Everyone has their own problems to deal with before. Yeah. Like, uh, and yeah, I have some people like doubt it, but not, not as extreme as some people post in social media. Like, oh. yeah. Trying to like, if anything, it was just like a comment or something. Yeah. Like for example, my, my girlfriend, has told me some things, but she's not like, but like she, it's that, like she does it out of worry. Yeah, no, she has told me some things mm-hmm. and that, that, that's something that happens. Like my girlfriend, my parents, like almost everybody have told me negative things and positive things. Mm-hmm. And that's human nature, right? Like you're not going to be like, for example, if you join a sport, yeah. uh, when you play, you're going to have people criticizing you. And even in your same, same team, like, uh, oh, you did this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. And you did this well, this well, this well. This is this is human nature, no, and people, so because how we are and we, our fragile self-esteems, we want only to hear the positive things and have everybody carry on their shoulders, carry us on their shoulders. Like, oh, you're great, and that's how we imagine our perfect life is. Like everybody hooraying us. No, and I believe that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, compared to like the challenges you faced before, what challenges do you face now? And now that you have, you know, your business established and it's like, well, on its way. Mm, well, I just start to have uh, other things like, uh, for example, at the beginning, you don't have a lot of opportunities. Eventually, you start to have too much of them um, mm. and you have to decide which one are, are the best ones. Uh, every time you need to change more and... Uh, so you need to become more disciplined. You need to become, yeah, like it's, it's normally the same things, but taken to an, an another level. Like, uh, well, for example, right now I'm struggling with hiring. Uh, that's something that, that I didn't used to struggle because at first it was only me. And, but yeah, like, um, I, I would be lying if I, if I said like, uh, or at least, Maybe because I, I live it every day, I don't feel like there has been a massive change in, in, the, in the challenges because my days are kind of similar. Like uh, at the beginning, what, what did I do? Like look for clients and deliver and, uh, and close them. And this is what I do still now, but now I also do it with other things. Like for example, in the past, I didn't have money for advertising. Now I spend money in advertising. Uh, at the beginning, I spend uh, money in a $200, $300 course or whatever. Now I spend money in $5,000 mentorships and things like this. And, and it's funny because I, I, I will tell you that they're not that better. Like uh, sometimes you can get the, the best advice in books. The thing is that at least we, we want the mentor just because we want to have someone on our asses. So Yeah, accountability. <laughs> Yeah, but you can actually do this for free, like, well, not for free, but for very cheap or something like this, where you have like a, a friend. One of the reasons I got employees uh, is because I wanted to have people on my ass, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they do their work. But at the same time, now they're not on my ass because but but at the same time, when when we hang out together, it's like I say, like, we're going to do this. And I need to set the example mm-hmm. and because I don't, I don't want to fail in front of them. And it is, this is very basic psychology. I, I do my work uh, 
where before I didn't do this, but you can always have like a friend where it's like, hey man, I'm gonna do these three tasks every day, and if I don't, I will, I'm gonna pay you ten dollars. And and if which friend's gonna say no? Like who, who doesn't want ten dollars for free? So yeah, exactly. That's crazy. And I know this uh, is a bit of a long term question, but I only ask it because. My my goal is like within 10, 15 years, hopefully have like this whole digital marketing thing figured out. And then my next goal after that is like investing into real estate because I feel like that's where capitalism is. You know, that's what yeah. America is. <laughs> but what's your next goal within like the next five or so years? Yeah, so I I want to get to the and I'm not so sure I'm going to make it in five years. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's uh, a nice goal either way, like uh, to have like a million dollar years. And uh, yeah, like uh, it's funny because uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much uh, where where I want to stay. I, I that 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 you just mentioned, like yeah, most rich people invest in real estate, like they're rich, rich, rich. Yeah. And and also because in this business, like uh, this type of businesses service business like for example it's hard that that you can sell it for for an exit strategy so you need to diversify eventually but right now it's all about getting um like a a copywriting business but also well uh normally the type of clients that i work with they have digital products uh in the info product space so Mm -hmm. my type of business it's also like publishing so have that copywriting and publishing business to the million dollar years. And once I'm there, like, uh, I might sit down and, and re redo the, the goals again. And, uh, but yeah, like for now, that's, that's where I'm at. But you know, the funny thing is that you ask me this and the million dollar years, it doesn't sound as, as exciting for me mm-hmm. as other things. Like for example, the type of friends that I'm going to have, um, uh, when this happens, uh, because you know, many of the, my best friends now are like uh, digital marketers, like doing similar to me or above me or whatever. But it's amazing to have, to have these connections and talk about these geek things. Like, uh, for example, one, one time I went with dinner with many of them and we were all a lot of time talking about Jeff Walker and Dan Kennedy <laughs> and conversion rates and, and yeah, this type of things. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm also excited, like, for example, hiring a personal trainer to live in, like, near my house or whatever, but coming to my my house every day and train me. And these yeah. are the things that excite me. Like, it's uh, like the small stuff that, like, gets you. Yeah. And, for example, right now I have, like, a kind of like a chef uh, that he does my cooking and puts, and puts frozen things in the fridge. And, mm-hmm. But that's not what I really want. I want the, the guy that's cooking me every day fresh and all that. So I'm excited about that, you know? So. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a million dollar a year is okay. But you know, like the little, what are the little step, the little steps that I'm going to be excited for like every day type of thing. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is that I'm not that materialistic. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's like, uh, I see the cars and it's like, yeah, it's cool. Like, uh, I, if, if someone gave me a Ferrari, like, uh, yeah, that, that would be amazing. But at the same time, it's like that doesn't drive me as much as the idea of having a chef <laughs> cooking the best meals like in, every day. That, I, that I think I think that's also me. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I feel like most people that like come up aren't re- are pretty humble. 
I feel like it's just like when you see a Ferrari or like a Lambo or something, I feel like it's it's kind of like a marketing tactic just to, to appeal to like the younger folks. And it works. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And it, and it works like, uh, a lot of Lopez. Get, yeah. Like a lot of people like hate all that, the, the things, but it, yeah, he like, I'm, I'm going to lie if I say that I haven't done things like, like that for my clients. Uh, but as I said, like I, I normally try to choose only products that, that I know are changing people for the better. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes you, like, it's hard to sell people on motivation. You need to sell them on desire. That's yeah, you need to, to see do. the, like, the vision, like, the out, the object. Yeah, and also, like, for example, that's that's why I say, like, sometimes I do man- manipulative things. Like, sometimes you need to make people feel like shit, like their mm-hmm. lives is like shit, mm-hmm. just so so they can buy. And and that's that's weird because we are like that, like... Uh, I I would hope we had a, a a world where people could just get inspired and do things, but it's normally easier to do things out of desperation that, than by inspiration. So, so sometimes when I want someone to buy something, I have to make them desperate, and and it's hard. Um, and as a person, like it's funny because learning these things about copywriting, I also can apply to myself. Like. I can see why I have bought all the things that I have bought as a, as an adult, mm-hmm. and I also work in getting rid of uh, of those impulses. Uh, well, you cannot get rid of the impulses, but you can get rid of the yeah, like uh, become happier, more centered. Like uh, don't don't let ads and things like that work against you, uh, make the decisions on your own and try to separate, um, yeah, like, uh, the emotions. That's, that's why I do the meditation and, and all that. Like eventually you want to get rid of, uh, of all that need to, uh, to what we really want is to come, to have someone come and save us. Yes. Uh, and you have to get rid of that and, and become certain about yourself. No, and I I definitely believe that meditation um, schedule because I've I've been looking at like successful entrepreneurs' schedule, and like even like the local ones through like the Facebook groups that people are doing really well with like ClickFunnels or something. They and they all do some type of meditation. Yes, they they try to incorporate something that at least clears their mind, like they're they they get to focus on something. Yeah, for example, Tony Robbins doesn't do meditation, but he does uh, what he calls priming and. He does. He does his type of. Yeah, they do a, their way of meditation. If you yes. actually study all of them, they all do. Uh, and this is why I don't call it meditation. I call it mindset work. But they do every. I, as you said, like clear their mind. They do something to to bring certainty, clear their mind, or or whatever. Like uh, anything that to, helps, like clarity. Yeah, and and to be honest, we. I heard this message message like uh, years ago, and and now I always had this like on my mind like oh I need to do this but you eventually the day starts and it's like ah maybe I'll do this instead. This is what happens to us, right? And until this year that I have started to implement it, and and my way of implementing it is like similar to what most people experience is like it's not that I have done it every day. Like sometimes I do it some. And eventually this happens, like uh, you have a week when, when you're like, fuck it, and, mm-hmm. and you don't do it. But the more you do these things, uh, the, the the mindset work, like your life changes for the better a lot. So 
So to anybody listening is like, you don't have to do meditation, but, but think about something that's gonna take your mind to the other, to the next level. Uh, and meditation is a good way to start. But for example, I have my own podcast and I interview, uh, it's in Spanish, uh, but, but yeah, I interviewed a guy that like, uh, and he told me like, yeah, like even writing every day for 10 minutes, it's a great way to start like a, a mindset routine. It's like, mm. yeah, and it's easy, easy, like easy to do, right? And 10 minutes is not a lot, like, and yeah. Yeah, and I talked about it an episode before. It's just like when you do those type of things, like you do something every day for 10 minutes, it becomes like a habit. And it's not just about clearing your mind. Like you start to like, you develop a habit that is useful too. Like it, you incorporate it to your daily routine. And I want to tell you something weird, like uh, doing things daily. Like for example, I, I did this thing where I posted on social media every day for, for I think around three months mm -hmm. and I really didn't want to do it. My mentor convinced me of it, uh, of it and, and it didn't bring amazing results, but it gave me a lot of confidence because it, mm -hmm. it, it made me start a habit and stick to it. And, and yeah, that's, that's something great that you can do. Like uh, sticking to a habit for, for the next, uh, eight weeks mm -hmm. is going to change your life in, in a way that doesn't necessarily have to be about the habit just because of the person you are becoming, which we all know, we have heard this cliche, it's about who you become, and it's like, but but it's so true, and, and at least if you can become more disciplined, more focused, or, or or whatever, like, this is gonna help you, and yeah, for example, the social media thing, yeah, like, uh, for the time it took me, I actually did bring better results by doing other things, it did bring me some results, but not as much as other things I did for my business, uh, like networking and uh, mm -hmm. and prospecting every day and, and cold emailing that brought me better results and mm -hmm. and I did less but but the the daily thing helped me more. No, hundred percent. Well, helped me more in, in who I became. Yeah, like men mentality. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. No, hundred percent. I believe that because I went through like the one phone away challenge and that's mm -hmm. why I started podcasting because you know. They they mentioned that if you publish every day for 365 days, there's no way you won't like make something out of it. Either make money or yeah. find who you are. And like I've been yeah. podcasting for like a month, month and a half maybe. And at first it was like a chore because I'm like, damn, I had to learn how to edit. Like I still need to learn how to edit better, like the audio, and then how to find like the the website, the equipment. But after it started like a daily routine, it was like what I'm getting out of it is I'm getting better speaking skills. I'm getting to connect with like people like you. It's just, it's actually like enjoyable now. Yeah. For example, the podcast thing has, has, has brought me clients actually like me doing the podcast and for example, and yeah, like I did the posting on social media every day and it brought me eyes into like, for example, what are good posts and uh, mm. what, are, and also like, what do I really want to do? Like I understand the importance of, of having social media presence well like a, I don't know like content presence it's like well podcasting sounds more interesting because I like to talk with people and and that's how I got into just by doing the other thing right like and because yeah like as you said like if if you start doing something at least you're gonna even if that's not the thing because that's normally what happens normally you merge you you pivot and things like this 
-hmm. But yeah, like you do something that's like, yeah, maybe I'll do this other thing or I'll do this better and you start to change and it's amazing. Yes, 100% agree. And do you have any words of advice for, you know, anyone that might have been in the same situation as you? Like, I know, I'm sure a lot of people were at the point where they went to college, almost finished, but then decided mm -hmm. this isn't what they want to do. I I don't know if I if I was young again, uh, if I would drop college again, uh, mm. one semester away. Like I, if I was at 18 again, I wouldn't go to college. Uh, but if I was just, just one semester away from graduating, uh, I, I I wouldn't do it now. But mm -hmm. back then it was the right decision because my heart told me to do it. Mm -hmm. And the best thing you can do is follow your gut. But my gut now it's it's more as I have grown up. I like for example, I'm I'm now more risk averse than than what I used to be. And and you can be a very successful risk averse entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Like we we love the stories about people that gamble everything and won. Oh yeah. <laughs> but but to be honest, that's not not all business owners are like that. And and one of the ones one of the one that I I admire a lot, it's called Michael Masterson or Mark Ford, depending on his pen name or not. Mm -hmm. And he's the founder of a company called Agora. And Agora is uh, a publishing company that, that makes like, I don't know, like $300 million a year in revenue. Oh, wow. They're, and they use a lot of direct response marketing and they hire the best copywriters and, and, and all that. And he's very risk averse. He's not a typical entrepreneur. He, he recommends people to get a job and start like his business. And if he could be become an entrepreneur as successful as that, like you don't have to be like those, like gamble everything. Risk like, it all type of person. Yeah, like yeah. Mark Cuban. And we love those stories, but yeah. sometimes sometimes people are not like that. And, they, and if they, you're like that, yeah, be like that. But, yeah, they, but, they, but sometimes we feel we have to be like that. Yeah, like, like they make good stories, but like me personally, I'm more like um, him, like you mentioned. Because yeah. the way I think of it is, like, we have plenty of time. Like, I'm 21. Like, I could work on my business as I, like, have a job. There's no need to, like, just focus on the business to the point where I, ha I don't even have money to eat, you know? Yeah. So, for example, what I would do is, like, uh, <laughs> like yeah, I would start, for example, instead of, like, oh, fuck it all. Like, and I'm going to start my own business. I, I would actually get a job, like, and, and but in something that I can learn because okay. I have people that's like, oh yeah, I have a job like for example, and I do like, I don't know, some weird thing that has nothing to do with business. Uh, for, for example, my, my, my cousin, like I, I hate to, to use him as an example, but, oh. but he, he has told me a lot of things like, yeah, I'm, I'm learning in my job. So that's why I will become an entrepreneur. Like, but he does logistics and it's like, unless you start, you open your own logistics, consulting firm mm -hmm. like uh but but when i talk with him his business ideas are not that like he's, he's not learning anything so i would actually recommend like the, the easiest thing is learn sales but if you can also learn some type of marketing for example uh i know now the importance of copywriting i didn't know it back then but for example i, I would love to get a copywriting job if i had no skills and uh and learn learn the trade that way and and yeah, like I, I actually, one of the reasons I do consulting instead of having a job in copywriting is because, uh, like when I started, I, I just, I knew I had to master that skill 
and back here in Mexico, you don't have as good copywriting jobs as you have in the US. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I, I have to become a freelancer. But the thing is that as a freelancer, you also need to know how to prospect and how to close deals. So I have to learn three things instead of one. I would have loved to just learn just one. So yeah, like my advice is like choose the skill that you're going to master. And uh, you can learn a lot of skills, but normally in business you have to be really good at something. It can be copywriting, it can be sales, uh, it can be networking. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of options. It can be public speaking even. But you can, what I recommend is like, don't look at those four and it's like, I'm gonna master those four. It's like, no, no, choose one and mm-hmm. maybe a secondary skill that you're kind of good at and the rest, eventually, when you get that good, you're gonna hire. For example, I have, I have noticed for myself that I know all the, the, the basics of traffic, but I don't ever wanna run a campaign, so I, I, hire, I just hire people. Yeah. Uh, but traffic can be your skill. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it is possible to do like learn and master multiple skills. Just be prepared to like take a lot of time into learning them. Yeah, and and to be honest, I don't know anyone that's like a real master at, at all of them. Like I I know people that are, for example, Russell Brunson in digital marketing. He mm-hmm. he he's really good at copywriting. He's really good at public speaking. I suppose he's really good at sales. And but for example, he has been open about this he doesn't run his traffic yeah no he hires someone to do that yeah so uh yeah that's that's normally the way like it works and and the reason why i think like oh but you told you told me one instead of like three and he has three Mm -hmm. yeah but they are related and and he became first really good at copywriting um because in copywriting sometimes you have to write webinars and all that so public speaking kind, kind of came natural and if like for example, I have not had to work in be- becoming better at my sales skills as much because I work as a copywriter, mm-hmm. uh, and and this is the way I intend it to be. Like uh, I don't try to practice sales every day. I just try to practice copywriting, and by this it kind of becomes a little bit. But I know I'm not a master salesman. So if I really want to become really good at sales, I I would have to choose sales as my primary skills. And my copy would get better, but I would not be a master copywriter, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely agree. The thing with me, I, I'm like, I'm learning like different things. So that's why it's taking a, wh- a while. Like, I'm definitely going to learn like, uh, like ads. Cause I think if you have that skill, you could either get hired as someone that runs campaigns or yeah. you can run your very own campaigns. And then I'm also focusing like on, you know, building funnels. So that's like the primarily the two things I want to focus on because anything else like copywriting man that is not my field <laughs> that's what like you know that's like mm-hmm. your field so I was like Woo. yeah 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 you, you just need to yeah like well and maybe maybe also like I have to admit this uh, sometimes you need your your period of experimenting like now I see that for example, when people tell me like these type of questions, like uh, what advice would you give to the 18 year old? And I, I say this thing, but yeah, one of the reasons why I eventually came to copyright is because I experimented with a lot of things until I realized I had to choose copywriting. And sometimes you need the experimenting phase. And my experimenting, experimenting phase sucked, but, but at the same time, it, it, it took me to where I am. So. So maybe you are in in a in a phase where you need to experiment and 
the thing with advice and all that, this is that sometimes we feel crappy if we don't follow it. But to be honest, it, you need to follow your your own rules and and create your own rules. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I, I have discovered. Like you, the problem is that no no one knows how to live the good life. So we just start to create models. Yeah. And you need to start to create your own model. And and sometimes you create a model and it starts to work for some time. And then it stops working and you need to create another model and all that this so so yeah like i think this would be my best advice like start to create your own model experiment with your model and it's okay if your model is not perfect uh no one's is like uh, sometimes you need to have the selected blind spots uh where you for example it's it's great if you believe you're the best in the world yeah that's gonna make you take more action and but eventually that has a blind spot and mm-hmm. it's gonna stop working somewhere. So, so you just have a model, follow it, and start, start to refining your model every day. That's it's kind of. No, I agree with that. It's kind of like what Gary, Gary V says. He's like, from your twenties to twenty nines, it's your time to go ham and fuck up as much as you can, because like yeah. you, your responsibilities aren't as great as when you have two kids, a house payment, a car payment, and so on. Yeah. What What I would maybe just add is like, have like a, a progress sheet mm. where you, where, and where you're not measuring money, but you're measuring if you're becoming better at something. Yeah. Uh, so for example, if you tell me like, oh, like I'm, I'm doing the podcast and, and three months from now, I realize I'm a better interviewer. I'm a better at networking. At, I'm better at editing videos. You're making progress. It doesn't matter if the money doesn't show it. Like uh, the skills yeah. will. Yeah, you're you're getting skills. You're getting good at something. Uh, you're running your first roughing campaigns, and yeah. and you're getting better at it. You're get, making progress. Uh, what happened to me, and and this is why I say the progress sheet is that I have to admit that I had months where I did not make any progress just because I I just felt like shit and and thought I had to do this and I didn't really try it and. You know, yeah. so the progress sheet would have been amazing. Uh, and that's why I sometimes say the job thing is the best way to go, because uh, one of the reasons why I was so like frozen is because like not having money is a pain in the ass, man. And yeah. so. So, yeah, it freezes you like uh, you cannot make good decisions out of like uh, being very close to the edge and the des- desperation and all of that. And if you have the money, it's. You see, for example, if you have a job that you hate, but just at least have money, you can take some uh, some of that money and spend it in, in Facebook ads and, and learn the skill. And and yeah, like you don't have to, like for example, a lot of people are like, ah, start your agency business. And it's like, yeah, but you go and start the agency business without knowing the With, skill, without skills, knowing, you're gonna, yeah. No prospecting skills, because this is what people don't tell you. Like you have to learn Facebook ads, you have to learn prospecting and you have to learn sales. Mm-hmm. And and it's hard to get the three of them right. So it's not the, the best way to start. At least if you like, uh, if you get a sales job, normally the prospecting is, is taken care of from, from you and you just can focus on sales. Uh, if you, you have a job and you have the money and you spend on traffic, you just have to learn the traffic and it, things become easier. So no, I bet that's crazy. Um, do you have any, any, Anything you'd like to say before wrapping it up? Any words of encouragement for those fellow 18-year-olds? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think uh, we have covered uh, everything. Just uh, 
yeah, like uh, enjoy the ride. <laughs> Honestly, enjoy the enjoy like the what is it? The progress. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes it sucks. Uh, it's part of life. Uh, but yeah, like uh, if you learn how to enjoy the the bad things, like for example in sports, uh, sometimes you're playing a game and you're losing, but you know deep down that if you have, for example, a, a game of, of American football or, or baseball where you could only score, but people cannot score against you, it would not be fun, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so enjoy the fact that, that yeah, like this, this makes, makes you push yourself. Uh, be grateful for it. Uh, for example, I mean, a lot of people talk about gratitude and be grateful about your family, be grateful about the love you have and uh, the progress you've made. Uh, we just talked about this, but also be grateful that it's hard. And if you're grateful because it's hard, you're gonna love it. You start, you're gonna start to have like uh, the competitive side of you like come out. It's like yeah, yeah. At the same time, also enjoy when it's not you know because a lot of people take a nice they, little break. <laughs> yeah, no, and also like sometimes people get addicted to the the fact that it's hard, mm-hmm. and they just sometimes make it harder from to for themselves when it shouldn't have to be. This is uh, mm. a. <laughs> This is not the, a problem people would have at the beginning, but but yeah, it happens to entrepreneurs that, for example, they they they're are so used that, to it. Yeah, they're making a million dollars. They could hire people to make the work for them. It's like no, it has to be hard because this is who I am. I, I'm a hustler, and it's like dude, like twenty four seven on the grind. Yeah, it's like and yeah, it's not it's not smart to be like this. Like I admire Gary Vaynerchuk and Grant Cardone, but I feel uh, like eventually you'll get burnt out. Yeah, like. Uh, it's you, and some people are like that. Like uh, they have the, that internal extreme hard mm-hmm. drive, but you really don't have to be like them. Uh, the guy from Agora, it's he's richer than the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even together. Well, well, I don't know. Rent, he's really rich, but but yeah, like he, he has a super million dollar company. He has uh, a life that a lot of entrepreneurs like. He's making more money than Russell Brunson and all these mm-hmm. things. Like. Um, yeah, Agora is really famous for copywriters and you will see like this guy, he's not, he has periods where he hustled a lot, but, mm-hmm. but you don't have to be like that. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, that's why I like how Russell Brunson kind of straight explains it. He's like, he, like you said, he does the, he might do the copywriting, um, but he definitely, he's like the spokesman for ClickFunnels, but everything else he finds like the who to do it, like for advertisement if he needs to copywriting to build the funnels, if he doesn't have time. And I think yeah. that's like Gary, like that's a bit different from like how Gary V and Grant Cardone do it. Cause what we see from them is like constant hustle on 24 seven type of thing. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you like a little trick uh, for finding someone when you become good at one skill that's valuable, for example, for me in copywriting, the, the first traffic person that I, hired and I put some air quotes in here it's mm-hmm. like because I, I really didn't hire him was like I already had like some some wins in copywriting like hi oh, I did the sales page and converted it really well and I just found someone that like was good at traffic and I told him like let's partner and mm-hmm. uh, I'll do the copy you do the traffic and and you could trade that skill right and 
he has a traffic agency and mm -hmm. sometimes I do a little of free work for him on copy side, but he does uh, some traffic work for me for free. And mm -hmm. he, he even has started to put money into some of my offers. Like uh, we split the, like, yeah, we have to put uh, $6,000. I'll put three, you put the other three. And just because I have the copy skill. So yeah. So it's like a, a win-win type of thing. Yeah. And, and, and I don't have to pay him. I just have to pay the traffic, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, and I don't even have to pay the whole traffic. He puts the other half, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, well, it's definitely been a pleasure uh, interviewing you. I hope you come on again. We'll talk about like a specific topic, like developing a skill set young, like that, because I haven't done that. And I think that's interesting. And it seems like you know most of that because that's pretty much like what you did. You developed... Well, you tried out a lot of things and then you developed like a skill that you stuck with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is that now I know how to develop them faster. So oh, that, I, yeah. No, not me. You got to teach me that skill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like now I know that I took uh, longer. It's part of the process discovering how, like how, how to do this. But eventually like you discover like, yeah, like how, how to become really like, good at something fast and yeah it's not something that you can read in a book but <laughs> it's yeah. definitely something yeah. yeah all right well thanks for joining us today uh it's been andres roro i think it's uh, it's roaro but yeah it's roaro I, I was trying to say because i know spanish too so i was yeah. like i was like damn it i was like it could go either way it's like andres roaro like uh -huh. that and then yeah, I, I'm, exactly. I'm over here trying to like say it all in english type i was like ah oh. I'm gonna tell you something. Well, we tell we say it's Roaro, mm -hmm. but we don't have a clue. Like, and I think I'm one of the few people in the world that, uh, like, uh, me and my family, we don't know where our last name came from. Really? Yeah. Like, we know it's not Spanish. Uh, uh -huh. Like, it's not Mexican either. Like, uh, so so we don't have a clue, and we just knew that. Like, for example, I think it was uh, my great grandfather. Like, he. He came to the country from France, but we know the last name is not French. And we even have a, a theory that maybe someone asked him, like, what's his, your last name? And he just invented something on the spot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, we, don't, we don't know. Like, it may come from, I, I don't know any country. Like, if you Google it, nothing mm -hmm. appears. Like, uh, some similar last names appear, but n never the one. So, we don't have a clue, like... And we just mention it in Spanish because we are from Mexico, but we don't know uh, if that's the, the the real way to say it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh yeah, my gosh! Funny. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us. It's been Andres Roaro, and if you guys have any time, check out uh, his copywriting skills. Uh, I'll leave a uh, link to his Facebook. And yeah, any last words, man? No. Uh, if anyone wants to like reach out like uh yeah like you can find me on on my facebook and it's really just a personal facebook page but i still like uh, add people and talk with them uh, mm -hmm. i'm not that like extremely big guy with a thousand followers that's not gonna answer you uh and yeah that's it's something like you don't you don't have to be like you could a lot of people are making like uh i don't know six figures or or even close to the million dollar mark with mm -hmm. uh facebook profile with three thousand friends so yeah just, yeah most definitely all right and i'll see you next time man hopefully you come on again we'll talk about some something i was interested in. 
Awesome, man. Uh, thanks for having me. All right. Thanks so much, man. Bye.